G'day legends, uh, just doing a quick plug for a listener of the show, her name's Rora Campbell, she has an awesome show, it's an art exhibition, it's called Sick Puppy, right, and it focuses on uh, sexuality, mental health and relationships, which is perfect, bam, for our listeners. Uh, I don't know much about art, but every time I see her stuff on Instagram and all that stuff, I'm like, man, she is fucking sick and talented. Right, anyway, her show, uh, Sick Puppy, uh, it runs in Melbourne. It opens 6 p.m. Friday the 7th of September uh, at the Bud Street Gallery, uh, which is 29 Bud Street, Collingwood, and it runs for a week. So make sure you get down there, like, subscribe, just do everything you can to get some more bums on seats for her because she's an amazing artist. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, enjoy this episode. Hey guys, uh, Brett here. I just thought to quickly explain uh, something weird happened when I uh, walked into the well, not weird, <laughs> quite rude on my part to be honest. Uh, when I walked into the sex therapist's op- office, I sat down and I said, "Oh yeah, how was your weekend? Good, yeah." And uh, she absolutely roasted me for that. And you're uh, so I just want to give you an update before we actually launch in the episode, so you can see why she's a bit uh, cranky at me. <laughs> All right, anyway, enjoy. This is why I'm here. Yeah, we're gonna deconstruct Brady. That is fantastic. It's my ADD brain. I'm like, why is it very good? He's already, he's giving you the answer before you have a chance. Yeah, giving me the answer. (laughs) Which which isn't very intimate. It doesn't make, it doesn't make connection. Because, because, because I don't feel as though that you've actually asked me how I am. You don't really care. Because you just say, how are you going? Good. Yep. Ah, and then I stood up as well and took my jacket off. Yep. And you weren't the slightest bit interested in me. Ah. Oh my gosh. Dude, this is I've been seconds. here two minutes and I've already been. Oh my gosh. How was your weekend? My weekend was um, mixed, thank you very much. Okay. Some of it, uh, I, I made an arrangement with somebody and it fell through, oh, and nice. so I was a bit disappointed. So, but then I went and saw a great movie. Um, last night, a Scandi, uh, you know, part of the Scandi Film Festival, so I really enjoyed that. Oh, nice. Mm, so. You know, both, a bit both. of everything. Mixed. Oh, yeah. boy. I've just been schooled on how to have wow. manners within a minute. So it's this is even, on right it, now. This it, is great. It, it's not manners. It's more about um, in the spirit of what we're talking about here and yeah. talking about connection and intimacy. And, um, and if you're talking about if you're wanting sexual relationship with somebody, you've, you've got to develop intimacy first. Thank you. And into the intimacy <laughs> and, the, and the intimacy of not listening to an answer. Like that's so you just in five seconds you just hit the nail on the head with ready. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. This is it. Oh, <laughs> okay, well, that's that's the I'm end of cured. it. I'm cured. See you guys. Oh my gosh. Uh, so that's I mean that's incredible. That's so, straight away. Oh Jesus. <laughs> because it, it's not even it's not about the manners. That's that's about the intimacy of a man and a woman, you and another woman. Yeah. Is that that's is right. that moment there? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Let I need to be quite clear here. Mm-hmm. We, we've got to talk in LGBTQI. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Um, terms yep. because it's um, absolutely across the board mm-hmm. for people. Yes, people. It's people. Yep. Let's not talk gender. People. Let's talk people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to Worst First Dates. We're here with yep. the wonderful Janine Wilder. Have I that's, pronounced that correctly? That's it. That's me. Perfect. Uh, and Janine, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? God, it, it's always so difficult to do that once you get to this stage of life. Um, There's so much. I have to give it a, a good pricey. Well, loosely, I suppose I work um, in the field of psychotherapy and hardly anyone ever really knows what that is unless they've had the experience but it's it's not psychology although there's psychology in it but um i support people finding their own truth and uncovering their own bullshit really which um is is really put my hand up yeah i got a lot of bullshit but but all of us all of us so it's just a really um and i use that term because basically that's what my life is about is is always finding trying to find my own truth what's real what mm-hmm. what makes sense to me yeah. what's um, the difference between psychotherapy and say seeing a counselor or a psychologist or yeah oh well um well 
counselling, well, I put myself out as a counsellor as well. Counselling often addresses uh, issues on the surface more to do with um, people wanting um, some sort of support and mm-hmm. um, it's more more on the surface. But usually, um, and psychotherapy is sort of like, um, it, to use that postmodern term, the it, you deconstruct, so you go down deeper oh. underneath the layers of civil of your yeah. own civilization and bring oh up God. kind of. Um, <laughs> no, oh, well, I don't want to go that deep. No, into my no, world. but this is this is it. <laughs> this Pandora's is this box. is why people uh, they they naturally, um, you know, are fearful of it. But it's not at all. It's a voyage of self discovery, and so then you find out a lot about yourself. And then you've got much more control over your life when you when you're not letting all your habits and your patterns and things run you. And addictions. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, addic- everybody's addiction. A- yeah. Addicted. Everyone's addicted. We live in a, in an addictive society that, um, unfortunately, we're just hardwired to to be addicted to either. It's not only substance; it's behaviours as well. I definitely found that when I quit smoking, I was substituting one addiction for another. Yeah. And then for another and another and the That's addiction right. cycle just never stops because at any one time I'm obsessed with one thing. I'm either obsessed with boys or at the moment I'm obsessed with exercise. Right. And then that when exercise ends, it'll probably be boys and sex. And then after that, it'll probably be alcohol or blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, well, if I was to broadly work with you, I could say that we we would look and see what it is. What are the drivers? What is your turn on? What is it that that drives you? Um, and yeah. so we work underneath that. That's that's what I mean by working underneath. Yeah. And then you get to know, instead of just you, instead of being just impulse driven or, or having a tendency towards something, you we look and see where where that's actually emanating from. Yeah. What yeah, that's right, all so about. Where it's that really impulse in- is actually coming from. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting. It's like really it really interesting. interesting. I know. I'm already going like I might <laughs> give you a call after this session. <laughs> oh, it's it's like, like, you've already <laughs> smashed me within two minutes of being here. <laughs> you've you've read me like an open book, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to go speak to Janine. I think this is the person for me. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like in my mind, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna have to budget for this, and uh, uh, that's but gonna have to be in our float. Is uh, weekly <laughs> sessions? We're gonna have to have a float just to get breadth through. Um, that, that's not so true. Like because it is. It's like what drives you? Is it control? Do you want to have con- that control over something, or is it the I, fear of? Yeah, you know? that's right. I've, I've, I've never met anybody. You know, people say if I've met couple sessions, um, one person will complain about the other person being a control freak. Yeah, and I have never met anybody that's interesting, that isn't uh, doesn't want to have control uh, over their lives. They want what they want when mm. they want it in the shape and the size size and color that they want it and they usually want it now and we're all like that mm. in 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 varying degrees and some people yeah so we i think the two things that people want is control mm. over their lives yep. and they also want some form of peace mm. i could agree strongly with that yeah, yeah. but is the peace because i feel like in the with the peace People confuse that with the contentment because there is a when people you know they're with a couple for like ten years and they're just content, but then there's mm. no fire, there's no. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, that can be boredom <laughs> as well. Boredom. So, so, uh, so boredom and uh, or flatlining or something like mm. that. But you don't plateauing. Plateauing. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Yeah, just that um, long-term relationship. You're like, yes. well, we need to spice things up. Yeah. So, so do you? So you see uh, individuals, couples, um, and then sometimes what? I see families too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it sex-based or is it just a general no. thing? But oh, the no. sex stuff can sometimes. Yeah, we look. We're sexual beings, uh, yeah. you know, and we're we're all creators. Yeah. So, um, you know, because we all emanate from <laughs> them in the same way. Yeah. We've all been created through sex, of course. Yeah, you yeah. Know, or love. But funnily enough, actually, not all of us are created. Uh, you know, from that real, from that really loving act. Yeah. 
Right. You know? Yeah. Some um, of us are uh, condom breaks, as my dad. <laughs> yeah, condom breaks or or one night stands or or mm. all sorts of things. But that that the whole notion that we're created, you know, through love, um, is you know, it's sort of. I think that that yeah, I think that that actually brings in a lot of people's sort of um, sexual kind of issues, issues and hang-ups and stuff like that. Too. I feel like that did for me because I have a f- like a, when I look at say the family I grew up in, which was a great family, mm. but it wasn't a very loving family. Mm. Mm. Um, my parents are very great people; They're, I love them, and they did the best job they knew how to do. But mm. they were not a great husband and wife Mm -hmm. so now i'm 36 and i'm continually just break up after break up it you know trying to get to that end game if Mm. you want to call that Mm. and wondering if that is has a part in it because that thing about boredom Mm. is that that's my where i'm terrified of becoming them Mm. in a marriage where i used to hear my mum go oh god i can't stand your father sleeping next to me Mm -hmm. and i always hate how old were you when, when she was saying that to you? Oh, as long as I can remember. Well, already that that is um, an imprint, if you like, mm. or, a, or something that you carry with you that, that you know, again, to, to work on because you're, uh, as, a, as a girl, your father is your first um, male yep. e- uh, relationship. Yeah. And it's really important and, and yeah. conversely for boys... Uh, again, we're talking binary. We're talking kind of hetero, but yeah. you know, um, have to be careful here. Yeah. Um, but it, you are influenced by your first experience with um, males or females. So they kind of set co- the mould for. Well, yeah. it's how you uh, the pattern of you relating. Yeah, it's really quite interesting. It's you know? I yeah. or, like already I can mm. tell you that that watching a man be. Uh, my issue with men is he has to be a strong man. Yep. Because if he's not a strong man, I'll lose respect in him and I just yeah. don't want him. Is your dad a strong man? No. Okay. Because he wasn't strong yeah. because mum was the strong one. Yeah. And mum pulled Jesus. him down. So now I can't yeah. stand men that are like him in terms of that they can't fight back or be the leader. Yeah. And in that you're missing out on a whole lot of men because yeah. your idea of what is strong yes is um loud and cocky <laughs> yeah and that isn't necessarily um strength strength and yeah. i will tell you some of the worst boyfriends i've had which i thought were good Have the been... car salesman loud mm. cocky confident strong i say mm. that with you know so your definition of strong might is wrong, is wrong. my different mm. yeah well oh. it's not that it's wrong it's it's not very uh, – it's it's one-sided. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so, letting a lot in because of that. Yeah. Ah, oh, so good. Mm. <laughs> well, you're pushing a lot of men away, keeping oh. a lot of men away. Kelly's the queen of pushing men away. Oh, my God. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to talk because I don't want to get deconstructed over here. Well, I mean – It's not very often I'm uh, lost for word. I'm like, don't say anything, Brett. If you could just be quiet during the podcast <laughs> – You'll get through this cleanly and you won't have to deal with any of your issues that you have. Look. There's a Pandora's box over it's here. It's not as bad as all that. Come on. He's I, not, you're not ready. I mean, you're young. I, I find, um, if I was to be honest, and I know this is a, a quick uh, quick session, I'm, a, I'm very good at self-sabotaging relationships. Yeah. Um, that is my, if I were to be honest with myself, that is what I do. As soon as, it's, as, soon as I go, this could be great. And then I'm like, how do I destroy this? Not... I don't know if I do it intentionally, but I can see it as a. I'm 30 now, and I just see the same patterns. I'm like, I'm happy. I care about them. Oh no, this is not going to work out for her. She can do better. Um, how do I? How do I slowly wear this away, or how do I quickly wear this away? So I, I don't know if it's me defending them or thinking they can do better, or or something like that. But it's it's something that keeps reoccurring, and it's something I need to address. Everything that you say, I don't know whether it's this, I don't know whether it's that. Mm. Um, it's all, um, it, it's all of it, and that's what I mean by going a little deeper and uncovering where all of those kind of beliefs and thoughts and and fears come from. Yeah. Um, and that is not 
I I don't like to make it a kind of a long, boring process where you for hours going you know, sessions like working on the past. You you find um, just even in the things that you've just uncovered now. I mean, there's a there's a classic saying of re- re- rejecting before being rejected. So a lot of people. A lot of people, I don't know. I don't like saying a lot of people, but um, you can be in a relationship and for whatever your fears are about the relationship not going ahead, you can pull out or reject. And I think that that's what you were saying. Mm, um, yeah. That you, I, re- I reject a lot yeah, of men yeah, before, before, it, before yeah. it gets a chance to take hold. But mm. you do the same thing. But you've got that because the two of you have different stories yeah. and different backgrounds. Um, you, um, it it just it's same same but different. The results still the same. Mm. You're, you're not well, in we're relationship. Both, single, we're both doing a podcast called Worst First Dates. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're That's both right. Going, staring so at you, you going, give us answers, yeah, please. Yeah, you're, underneath there's a whole lot of storyline about yourself, about um, about your fears when you're first meeting somebody. Yeah, I definitely feel that we uh, we self sabotage in different ways because I feel like I I noticed. My last, my, my, my best friend had said to me, the last guy I dated, she goes, don't lose yourself in him. You always lose yourself in men. And I noticed that as it goes on, I become, I become weak and I become, okay, whatever you want to do. And if they're a bit maybe verbally abusive or whatever, I'll, I just take it. Well, guess what? Then you become like, like your father. Yes. Hmm. Yes. So then, <laughs> yeah, because we are like a... <laughs> I am. I am my father's daughter, which is, and all his quote, like all of his bits and pieces about, you know, he's 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 good and he's bad. Yeah, is me. I'm not a D'Angelo. I'm a Festuka, which is my mum's maiden name, and it's very. But then with Breddy, I notice he self sabotages in where he's aloof, or uh, you'll go out drinking, or you know, like there's a there's a that kind of body self sabotage that happens. But I definitely become very. Very pathetic is the word. But oh, I don't like that. I know. but no, the, I, I, Can yeah. we use a word called vulnerable? Vulnerable. I'm extremely vulnerable. Mm. And then mm. I think that it's not – that's not – I remember with my ex-boyfriend uh, who – we've talked about this many times. He broke up with me in his car with a motor running. Um, <laughs> within, quick getaway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Within two minutes. Like, well, that says a lot about him. Yeah. Wow, exactly. We've roasted him thoroughly. Like, out the front of the car, engine's running, and they did the I love yous. We were um, like, yeah, I was like, I was set. I was like, I love this. He's everything. And I, I roast. I was like, you, you need to, if you're going to break up with someone, you need to sit there and just, you know, talk it out. Be grilled. Until they're ready yeah. as well. Like, you need if you need to get roasted by them, then you you got to cop it sweet because if you're – if you want mm. out, you got to just, I think not justify it, but you need to be able to make sure they're fine with it as well and can see it. You can't, I, in my opinion, yeah, I don't think owed. you can just go, see you later, mate. It's not working. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think you need to go, well, this is why. Just because he didn't want to feel uncomfortable. But I remember mm. one thing I used to do with him is, and this was a joking around thing where I would say, I'm like, do you like me? Do you love me? Like in bed or whatever. Just mm. And it was, for me, I always thought it was a cutesy thing. Like, do you love me? Yeah. Like, and he was like, why do you do that? I'm like, no, it's just silly. He's I, like, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. He goes, I hate it. I yeah. hate it. He goes, it's, it's Needy. very, yeah. He's like, it's, he goes that it's not cute. He goes, it wears thin super quick. And did you listen to the message <laughs> that he was giving you? I did. Hang on a sec, Kelly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna doctor you now. Did you, Kelly? Because we we discuss many a things sometimes relating to things, and I say things, and you you go yes, and then completely mm-hmm. ignore them. Yeah, hey, listen, Brett. That's a really good um, point that you've just brought up because yes. people talk to them. <laughs> no one. Yeah, listen. Is there, a, is there a chalkboard somewhere around here today? No, we can no, Brett. No, no. Don't worry. I, I, I'll keep school. Thank you. Thank you. No, no. no I, uh, I'm quick like that. We can, yeah. Um, you need an apprentice. I know. I know why I do it. I know. Right. But you tell me and I'll tell Yeah, well, I'll guess. Cause. Uh, no, I wasn't going to say that, actually. Oh. Um, I was going to say that the, a very important point is that people, we, we offer our friends advice. 
and um, and people do are often not ready to hear what we've got to say. And also, advice is not something. It's it it just doesn't work unless people really ask you what your opinion is or what what to do. Um, but if you keep telling someone, if you, like in that instance, you know, you jokingly said you were telling Kelly, but it's um, she is not ready to hear it because it's something that she has to work on, as a, um, and it's a pattern of, or you know, a way of being. So then again, that's the sort of thing that you would you would bring to therapy. Yeah. And then you would, um, and uh, and that's why therapists. Uh, I, I'm sort of advocating for counselling or therapy or whatever you like to call it. I don't care what you call it, but um, you know, to have some sort of professional kind of person to guide you, so you can actually go very quickly. I like to work quickly. I don't like people to see people making the same, you know. Um, not mistakes. They're not mistakes, by the way. They're um, learning curves. And sometimes you need to keep on doing something, the same thing. You know that expression, doing the same thing and getting to, expecting to get different, different results is a sign of madness. I don't think it is a sign of madness. It's a sign that you're still working through something. And so it's like cohering and decohering. It's kind of like cycle. It's like very physics really because you 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 you're 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 all the while trying trying to heal something within yourself so you're learning about yourself so but we but again because we as we're saying before we live in an addictive society everybody thinks that you've got to have it now and you've got to do it get it right and it's got to be this and you know in a hurry and it's perfect but you know then for women um again um i again i don't like I shouldn't use the term just women, but people who want to have um, babies and get pregnant, um, and perhaps they have a, a um, you know, a time kind of constraint if they want to do that. So, um, <laughs> which is you're which is laughing, Kelly. Kelly you're laughing. Um, I always say, uh, and and as mates, and we offer each other advice and mm. things like that on the, you know, which is what I, I don't know what my how much my advice is worth. I, it's I say blind leading sure, the blind. I'm sure, no, no, no. <laughs> now look, don't the two of you are fine, and you find human beings, and you do support one another. That is probably one of the most important things when we're talking about relationships. And friendships. We're fine. Oh, should we hug? <laughs> we're doing oh. well. Yeah, of course you're not. You know I, I we're not dating. Worry about it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't, we're not. We're talking about, you know, we're not necessarily. I know this is about first dates. Mm. But um, what's really important um, is friendship too. So if you have friendships, healthy uh, supportive friendships, then you are much more likely to be able to to handle yourself on on first dates. Yeah, because you've got that network around you. Yeah, you've got a, a way of relating, you know, in the world. I um, always said, and we touched on it before, is is, is um, with Kelly because I, I think sometimes uh, she's so eager I, I to think please. You, well, you, well, yeah, that. But yeah. I reckon you want to yeah. be a mum, and like I and mm. I sometimes think that you're too too. Head of the like, he's not the one for me. I want to have kids in the next three or four years, and I think sometimes she's too focused on two years away as opposed to the the date that she's on right now and and making that initial. You know what I mean? The first. I think that we need to put another tick on the chalkboard. Yes, <laughs> we're nailing it. I, went, I started off on minus zero. <laughs> And, I, and, well, and I, I do the same as well. I do, I do the opposite when I want to def- – I look ahead and go, that's going to be too hard for her to date a comedian and then I self-destruct the other way. Yeah. Um, Let them leave you so that you're not the bad guy. Well, no. No, I always break it off. Okay, right. Because um, I, I don't know why. But I always feel with you – yeah, you, you're too yep. you're too you're too many steps ahead of the game, and mm-hmm. you sometimes don't give yourself mm. or that person you're on a date with a chance because you're within thirty minutes. You go, mm. he's not going to ha- want to have kids in two years. See ya, yeah. and you're like, well, that's 
You mm. haven't given that person an opportunity yet. I, I, I hear that and that's what you see in Kelly but you also can't see what it is that you do with, with, in, with what you do. Oh, well, you, you nailed it. You said that you make up a story in your head about, oh, she won't want to date a comedian and la, la, la and whatever. Um, so, so you make up stories in your head about people. Kelly, you mm. make your own story up about mm-hmm. them and, and according to your, um, you know, your years of experience. I, I, I just want to say something at this point in time. Mm. We all come, even if you live next door to one another and you've grown up, you know, in, in suburban Australia somewhere, um, you, everybody has a different culture. You come from a completely different culture. So the three people in this room, we all come from completely different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about it, your parents, Kelly, mm-hmm. and then you think about your parents, yeah, and then you you think about their lives individually, and that you know, and then you've got it's just no two people ever come from the same place. Yeah. So, and mm. that's another thing in in friendship or relationships, in relationships because you uh, you you're wanting the other person to be like you, oh. and, it, no, <laughs> and they can't be. Yeah, and because yeah. It, somewhere unconsciously or subconsciously, you're thinking, oh, they're not doing that right. Mm. You know, the world according. To Brett, or the world mm. according to Kelly, mm. or, or the world according to Janine, you know. Oh no, oh, oh no, we don't. Oh, oh no, wouldn't wouldn't wear that, or I wouldn't eat that, or I wouldn't go there, or I wouldn't say that, or I wouldn't blah or something, you know. Mm. Um, and and sort of underneath, you know, you're put off by certain aspects of a person because you you you're projecting onto them something of yourself. I mean mm. that's another thing about relationships they're quite com if you if you if you understand the projective nature of relationship we're always trying we're always projecting something onto to the other um whether it's a lost part of ourselves the part that we aren't in touch with uh or the part yeah the part we don't like about ourselves um or and or projecting onto them what we want. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's quite complex, the things that we do when we first meet somebody. We've got these whole agendas and ideas. I was, I was more worried about what pub to pick and now I'm realising I'm projecting things at people, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, you are. You are. Oh, but you see, the thing is if you just accept that and yeah. the other person's doing exactly the same to you. See, I think that what we do on a first date is that you kind of think, you only think of yourself mm-hmm. uh, and yes. your own fears and your own projections and your own, you know, will they like me is a, is a common thought, you know, will they like me? Well, sometimes you might think, oh, I mean, I suppose I'm speaking in the past, that's probably what I did a lot of, would, will they like me? without even stopping to think, well, I like them. Mm. But the first thing will be, you know, that's in my vulnerability or my insecurity. And I think that that's the first thing that I that would would really get me, you know. Yeah, I, I think I have the, do they find me funny? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you are, that's and then, right. And then once I get two or three laughs, then I can relax. Relax. And then I'm like, that's cool. right. And then I then it gives me a chance to get to know them. But I think I still I need to tick those boxes off yeah. beforehand. For, yeah, it's just that's in right. my head, whether it's the text messages beforehand, getting a laugh there, or the first, you know, first five minutes. It's an important point the, mm. the, that you're saying, Brett. The first point of contact yeah. will give you will give you so much information about someone. And yourself. That's why my dates yeah. are so. That's why my dates are so quick because I already know within twenty minutes. Like, yeah, but what you do, also, you have to be very careful about that too because I don't mean within the first twenty minutes. I mm. mean within the first 
one minute mm. is is contained uh, a lot of information. The first meeting or the first contact, you can. Um, but then, of course, um, you. I mean, this is this is really quite complicated, and I don't expect to be able to either explain it very simply. Yeah. But you you can you can really sense right right from the very beginning and often it's they're called signals you can pick up signals very very quickly and we either do what you do kelly mm -hmm. um just make up your mind pretty quickly after mm -hmm. the first 10 minutes mm -hmm. and don't and then other people will ignore some of the signals that they don't really like yeah, yeah. and then they'll keep on going into the relationship yeah. we do that a lot as yeah, well yeah but that's that is um uh, none of this is good or bad mm -hmm. or right or wrong it's just looking and observing and and having a look at the way we or your own if you're doing the personal work on yourself looking to see what it what your style is and what what it is um so maybe that's a good thing to do before you know if you're having troubles with dates and things like that is to find out who you are first well, <laughs> well you know what i mean so there's can... another tick on the board <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely three from three, baby that's uh, absolutely right i then, think that then, to so, know yourself you know so then you can get to yeah. know someone else yeah you need to be able to know who you are before you can and that's maybe something i need to work on you 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 look you know it's, it's such a cliche you cannot love another until you love yourself yeah. ripple you know? yeah <laughs> ripple drag race that's yeah. how she ends every episode well i, I don't know but that's Fantastic. that's that <laughs> it's only a cliche because it's a well-worn phrase you know it's truth and you it's hard to be compassionate towards another if you're not compassionate towards yourself and mm. one of the basis of all my work, I think, is um, self-love, helping people. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, I don't not doing anything that I'm not expecting. And that's not expecting. I'm doing what I when I'm supporting others doing. That is finding out, calling my own game, mm -hmm. um, and opening up to my own divinity, my own love. And and to other love, yep. but mm. you can't and you, and because I can't sit and with people um, if I'm a fraud, if I'm not mm. doing the same thing myself. Yeah, and then I've just Oof. made a commitment to do that until I die. Just keep on learning. The idea is to keep on opening up, opening up, opening up, opening up, and then you. You know, you open. You're you're opening up to love, really. I mean, it sounds a bit corny, but I, you know, I don't care. Yeah, I did um, a, a book. I had a. <laughs> um, I was doing a self help book for a while, and one of mm. about meeting someone, and one of the biggest things was the affirmation of "I am open and I am ready and I am open" because I didn't realize how much I wasn't, because because of bad experiences in the past, how much I had blocked everyone from coming in so they weren't even they couldn't get to know me because i'm like oh what whatever yeah do whatever you want um, that you know that classic chick thing where it's like you know oh if you want to date me fine but whatever i don't care do whatever you want it's like no well i did care yeah. but i didn't want to be vulnerable and say mm. um let's go on a date let's go i'm like yeah whatever you're just trying to because i'm so you're so afraid of being, being called like you know needy or yep. crazy or whatever that you just be aloof to kind of well, that's you know, it's such a good point. Um, that, you know, this is the me? this is, yeah, of course, you get ticks, so of course, you get you needed that, you couldn't handle oh, it. God, I've so got to tell you something, Brett. We are all needy, oh. we all we all want mm. to be loved and liked. I've yes. never met anybody that didn't want to be liked. Yeah, um, I think that, um, I, I want to say something, um. Mm -hmm. uh, I just need to say two things and I've got two things running at once. I just want to answer that. Because basically what you're doing is you're double signalling. Mm. You're not being honest. 
Yeah. And so the finding out about your own truth. Oh, I know what I was going to say about affirmations. It's like putting bloody whipped cream on top of the shit because you're saying, <laughs> I am open, I am open, I am open, mm. you know, and, you know, and, and let the abundance of the world, you know, sprinkle all over me. Mm. But you, you can't, that's fine. But you're double signaling yourself. Yeah. You're not really working to the depth of why you're not open. And so that's that's what um that's psychotherapy is, yeah. is is all about. <clears throat> yeah. So therefore, cream on ship. <laughs> yeah. And we all do that. Because what's the point? Yeah. So I mean I'm not big for affirmations. Yeah. I, I'm I'm big in feeling thinking uh, and and also I had a, um, a Tibetan teacher years ago. He, he used to call uh, call call it positive stinking. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's like you just can't. You know, it's the name say, of the podcast. I oh, think think positive. You know, positive stinking. Positive stinking. Um, and it stuck with me um, because you know you, you just can't. Think positive, you know. Yeah. Uh, because, well, you can. Uh, sometimes you just need to do that to switch channels, you know, and say, okay, right, I just need to get over that quite quickly uh, in order to, you know, for a situation. That's but, hard. but you, yeah, but you then need to be able to work back into yeah. your own um, yeah. core as to work out, you know, what that's all about. But basically what you were saying before about addiction is we usually just then go, oh, well, it doesn't matter, and then go for our addiction, you yeah. know, and don't, and don't Booze, work on it. prescription drugs, all right. cigarettes, things. Yeah. whatever. Well, I did Shopping, no- you know. Because yeah. I did notice since, since the, the breakup in the car, I haven't really gone back out. This was April and I haven't really gone back out there because I feel like it has done a bit of damage yep. where I just look at men yep. and I'm like... I think so poorly of them. Yeah. Like I really – I hate such a strong word, but I'm just not attracted to any – you know, and I've gone on dates and stuff, but mm. I just cannot, like, get back to it because I just look at them now as – what from what him is that they're all – Idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I need to get out of that. Yeah. It's a, such a toxic right. thing. Because, it's, because we were sitting here with one lovely – Mm. male of the species who mm. who you know you don't feel that way about i don't no so so no. therefore you're you're projecting then you see that's the the that's what you're doing you're projecting that this painful experience or or years of experience uh, uh, yeah. um onto onto all men which is a bit you know hashtag um, not all men yeah. <laughs> hashtag not, not all men <laughs> stuff them i always um i did have um i'm very curious about this i have had a a boyfriend in in the past who loved me yep and loved me exactly the way you know the feeling everyone talks about about when someone unconditionally loves you Mm. and then going oh this is what it is i found it but i didn't feel the same way back and even though, and I know, I, I killed up with an ex-boyfriend last week and I was looking at him going, I love him. Mm. He's a good man. He mm. will be a good father. He, If I said it, he's like, let's get married, have kids. He's there. He's a provider. He's smart. All the thing, tick, tick, tick. But physically, I'm just not attracted to him. Mm. And I wonder if it's a self-sabotage there in terms of, maybe I'm so afraid of the marriage because of the marriage I grew up in that I am, because that, that was my whole deal going out with him was that am I, you know, am I really not attracted to him or is this just how it goes after you've been with someone for a year and things mellow down? You just aren't, the Zaza Zoo isn't there as much as it used to be. Does that make sense? Of course. Yeah. Um, there's a, a whole lot of things that you're saying there and mm. then you sort of, Analyzing yourself, oh, and, you, yeah. and and you no, that's no, but, but that's that's what I'm saying about yeah. looking looking into yourself. Yeah. So there's questions that you have that that you're that you're reflecting on, mm. and one of the the earlier things that we talked about you, that you brought up was that um, 
the model of your parents' marriage, mm. which, which was the one that was shown to you. So that's very strong in you because you just brought it up now. Yeah. And so you're curious as to about that. So there's that aspect of it. Um, then there's um, an aspect of, uh, because I don't really know you and I, ha I haven't really spoken to you about what it is that you do in relationship within a certain time to keep to, to keep sparks flying in a relationship. Mm. Mm. So I She's don't got a big toy bag, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um yes. I've seen it. There's a lot of things yeah, I don't even know it, what they do. But I gotta tell you something, it ain't all about sex. Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. Because we started this um conversation around intimacy. Intimacy is mm. more important yeah. In in relationships, if you want good sex, Intimacy. you can real. Oh, no, wait a minute. that's not true. Wait on. I'm got it tripping myself up here because you can have great sex um, <laughs> without knowing the person. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah. Okay. So that's in another category. So when you're talking about developing, a, a, you know, a more a loving. I mean, not loving, uh, a more committed relationship where you want to develop over time mm -hmm. together, then um, I think what they say that good sex doesn't start in the bedroom. It's in your, it's mm. in your, it's in your, it's how you're relating to one another mm. in, in, in your life. Um, I believe and then I definitely believe that for myself. Yeah. A lot of my ex-boyfriends have been very ugly. And, <laughs> and you know, it's just because I, you know, it starts, like, especially I'll, it, it starts as a friend and it's normal. Mm. And then a few months later I'm like, they've gotten in, you know, they've, they've clawed their way into my brain where, you know, they're, they're, they've got a sexy brain. And that's yeah. what makes me take it to the next level. I like level. what you're saying. That's right. There's mm. so much about, it, about about people that we can really... Physically, I'm not attracted to them, but once we get yeah. to the mind stuff, I'm like, let's go. But uh, then but then that was also talking about the other guy that mm. you that you weren't attracted to. Yeah. That was attracted to you. Which so. is, yeah, but I just I wish I could... I don't know. I, if, I, if I wake up tomorrow and I was in, I would be... I would totally be with him. Loves that I do comedy, loves all this stuff. Mm. And I was looking at him last week just going, why don't I want to fuck you? He's handsome. He's great. He's, he knows how to have sex. But for some reason, I just don't want to fuck him. That's maybe so weird. You, maybe because you, you'll get everything you've ever wanted, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're scared of that. <laughs> I just think, I just don't think that um, it's, it's just not a, I think it's possible. I think maybe, and Tuesday really affirmed it for me where it's like, oh, we're just, we're not a sexual there's nothing about us that's sexual. There's not like with Brett. There's, n there's nothing. No offense, not taken right. No. Well, but it's not. None... Yeah, it's not a bad offense anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's no spark. There's physically no spark. Like when mm. I hug him goodbye, I don't feel anything at all Me except too. love for a human being. <laughs> yeah. But not mm. anything sexual at all, which is such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> yeah. What can I say? Uh, you know, attraction. You know, is mm. is is quite complex too. I mean, there's a whole lot of reasons why we're attracted to people, but you do have a. Uh, they they say a lot of our sexual attraction happens between our ears. Mm. You know, like what's going on in your head. Mm. So again, it's projection. So, again, a lot of it's projection because you're making up stories about people. Hmm. Yeah. That's I, what we do all the time. Make up stories. Yeah, I make up stories and then have fake arguments in my head. Yeah. Like I'll be like, well, this is going to happen and she's not going to like that. Mm. I'm like, well, duh, duh. and then next thing you know, I've already had the argument with her in the car in my head before mm. I even got there. And then you rock up you're like, hey, this thing happen and you, the exact opposite happens and you're like why why did i just have this fake mm. argument slash story in my head or you're short with her because to the thing yeah you've already i, argued I had it recently and I, I i think i the what you're saying is uh, the storyline 
was um, there's a uh, even though we said stop talking about it, but whatever. Well, you know. um, <laughs> I had a really uh, intense um, romantic fling with a girl from Amsterdam. She came over, and like the chemistry was was crazy. The the sex was great. The everything was we just couldn't not be near each other. Yeah, and I loved it. And it was two weeks of in, in just intense. Wow, and I loved it. And it's one of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever had. Uh, and then she went back home and we were Skyping every day and for, for about two months um, and talking and, you know, sending each other stupid messages of, you know, this is what I made you for breakfast is a joke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just all those cute yuck yeah. things that yeah, oh, love yuck when you... Yeah, I know, I know. They're beautiful. I'm you... a man. I'm not allowed to say I like <laughs> things, all right? Um, and... Uh, and then I, I, and she, she sent me a message saying that it, I projected, I, I come up with a story. I was like, well, she lives in Amsterdam. And even though she was going to come see me in a month, I was like, she's got a sick nan there. Well, she's going to move over here for me. I'm on the road all the time. She's not going to be able to handle that. She's still young. She's a, she's got a university to look after. Like it's, it, it, it's, and I just got, I got so invested in this story. It made me fall out of love with her. Um, even though I still kind of am, um, and, and I ended it, and I, I, you know, talked to, and she couldn't understand why, and I still don't understand why myself, but uh, why I did it, um, because I was, I, I was, I don't know, I was just scared. That, I think I was scared. Yeah. I was, you know, I was scared that I could have ruined her life. I, I could, I don't know if I could handle the pressure of someone moving over for me. Am mm. I worth moving over for? What about your nan? What about your university? What, are you going to leave your best mate to come hang out with me? What, what, you know, if, what if I'm on the road? You know, if you I, really loved yourself enough, you wouldn't be saying, am I worth it? Would you do that for me? That would be her decision to do. It, it, it's like... Um, be her decision to to decide whether she wants to come and check check it out. Yeah, I it mean, wasn't, wasn't up for me to decide. No, it. no, because that, you don't even really, you don't really even know her in that way. No, and I, because you don't, you know her in the time that you that you spent together, but you there's a whole complex being that you don't really know. So for her to, if she, you you. For all her story, for whatever her story is, um, that runs her, just like that's what I was saying. By by, we really never know another. Mm. Um, Our job is to really know thyself. As as it's said, know thyself is on the. Um, the lintel of the the oracle of Delphi. Um, it, it's the the. It is. It's said often. Know thyself. That's a, That's our work. Yeah. Mm. We 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 spend so much time, you know. As I said, this the projective nature of relationships we project onto others, you know, and we make up stories about them, and we make up stories about as. Quite rightly, say Brett, you you know you make up stories in your head about what's going to happen and what's not going to happen, and then it's all the relationship's finished. Mm-hmm. Actually, you do the same thing, Kelly, <laughs> of course. You know, but we all do. You know, you know, yeah. we make up these stories in our head. My, my mate's dad is a very good good friend of mine. My um my best one of my best mates passed away when I was quite young, and my his dad is one of my best mates now, and right. he's kind of my dad number two. Wow, and I think he knows me quite well. Because I around my dad, I, I'm probably not very vulnerable, because where I, I don't think the men in our family are wired that way. But around him, I I feel like I can drop my guard. And he said something to me before I left Perth, and while I was seeing this girl, he did, he and it kind of nailed the head hitting on the head, and I didn't do. He said, "Brett, don't overthink it, just let it ride." <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Mm. But I didn't listen. Yeah, but... But he was right and I should have just not... That's hard not to think. I, should, I know, you should have just... <laughs> I, but I know, and now I, should, I was like, if I, just, if I just let it go and not put these things, oh, this is going to happen 10 years, you know what I mean? I, I shouldn't have done that. I should have just, just let it go. Okay, well, I don't like should and... Um, 
and I, you did what you did. Now, there's a whole subject here in about about coming back into the moment and following your own process. And it is, again, this is a lifelong journey about, and if you want to look at it as a spiritual practice, which it's called being in the moment or mindfulness. And that means uh, as soon as you go out into the wild beyond making creating all of these incredible stories as soon as you notice yourself doing that you you bring yourself back into the moment now that is a lifelong practice because if everyone was good at that all the time or if anyone was good at that all the time they'd probably be enlightened and they probably wouldn't need to be so so yeah exactly so you you um and 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 it's interesting, you know, talking to comedians because you, you know, it's a very very quick. Um, I don't know your synapses are really sort of firing because you've got, you got it, you got, you got to be quick and think about things and 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 see how. Uh, I imagine how story like, well, there's different styles of of comedy, of course, but you know you can make a joke and then bring it in something of that you know bring it bright right back into the sequence keep on referring back to it and 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 build on it could be really funny but that's kind of like a function of of what we of what we're talking about here that you don't bloody well drop it you know Mm. you just keep on bringing it back in and and i think that that's what we do (laughs) you know i think i give advice to stand-up comedians that i should be giving advice to myself in relationships no no that's really important what you've said that's good no we have inside of us all the wisdom that we need um (laughs) so you know you do want to listen to yourself it's uh, i think that's i think that's good i always say that to comics because i'm a very physical guy on stage Mm. and i always say the most important thing about a joke Mm. or telling a story is to be in the moment yeah and if you're not you need to put yourself in that moment yep. that it happened in so yep. the audience can see every expression on your face. And and, you, and if you clock out and go, anyway, I was at this thing, mm. the audience can see that. That's and right. I think that's something I need to do with. Okay, great. Now that's Psychotherapy 101. It's called embodiment. Okay, so you are actually in it. Okay. You're in the mood, you're mm. in the feeling, you're in the in the smell, the taste, the thing of it, everything of it. Okay. Mm. Um, and that's that is um a great way um so you've got you you know that uh that's really important it's a really important as an actor of course as a com- well, com- uh, comedian of course um but this is if you bring that into our relationships if you are really with somebody and you're really in it in the moment with them and you're not frightened and making up stories in your head and all of that stuff or voiding or, as, as you said, you know, running, running. where's the nearest pub, you know. You know you're, you're out the door before you, you, while you're there. Yeah. And um, if you can stay, 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 stay and be in your body, it's, back, it's actually about being in your body. So the word embodiment is a, is a good word to remember. So you're embodying uh, your experience. You've got so much power. You've got so much more available to you to be able to really um, feel into the situation because you've got all your senses about you. So everything you, you've got, you've got so much more available to you. But that, but again, that requires practice. Because you just need to, yeah, come back to the breath, as as they say. So you just come back to the breath, and that'll bring you into the moment. Oh but, boy! I think, but, I mean, I think we're going to have to leave you on that. <laughs> I think that's our, that's our final banger for the be in the moment. So you, yeah, it, but you you're incredibly sexy when you're in the moment. You are you because hmm. you've got everything about you. You're not in your head. You're not in your fear. You're not in your fear. 
Jesus That is Christ. something that I need to really <laughs> tell myself a lot. There's nothing There's Not nothing more fear. appealing yep. than, than someone. There's nothing more... You know, yeah, appealing. Which is probably why you meet someone when you're not looking because you're not in your head, not thinking about it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And, you know, and then you are your genuine self. Yeah. And they're attracted and, and, and to that. people love genuine people. Yeah. Like comedians. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you, we really love that. We really love the vulnerability and the honesty and the felt experience of a comedian yeah. spilling their guts, you know. Well, and I, I have a slight amount of hope. I think, you've, I think you've lifted us all this yeah. morning, Janine. I started off very badly. Uh, oh, you didn't. I wasn't then, having a go no, at you. I know. I, 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 my favourite thing in the world is someone who can call me on my shit quickly. And Which I is was what like, Amsterdam did. I was like, God, I love Well, I'm your man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I can see your business card there. I'm taking one. Uh, dude, I've been like. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I am super um, duper coming Janine, back. thank you very much for joining us. We really honestly appreciate your time. Um, where can people find you and find out about what you do and getting in contact with you um well uh, they can find yes it's on this card yes we'll put all your information up on the uh the web page as well yes well i work in south melbourne in australia (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot of melbourne based listeners Uh, that's good and um you can find all about me on janinewilder.com perfect um, we'll and put I, all your information up on uh, on the podcast and things like that. But um, and I love your house. I love your house as well. It's great. I love your house. I feel very relaxed here. Yeah, <laughs> I've just there's so many little it bits like like a singing bowl, and I'm just like yes. I yeah, well, I, I this is this is where I work from. Yeah, because I find that it really I when you know we were saying before that it, it can be scary to go to a therapist and all of that stuff but you, when you walk walk in here and it's no, you, it's chill. very user friendly oh yeah i, I feel not, like i'm not, in your house not I, clinical i'm in your house yeah. so i feel you feel you know yeah. at home yeah sense. and you're very welcome <laughs> and that's that that's how that's how it should be you know should be well <laughs> welcoming so, um thank Janine, you so much Janine. thank you very much for joining us uh, really appreciate this it. has been a great episode um we'll and, come uh, back in a few months and let you know how mate, we're going yes please <laughs> I'm, I, I, yeah i know i'm actually taking one of these I, i'm not kidding yeah, i am yeah, I, know, I, know. I, I i'm away for edinburgh for uh, a week and i was like oh, maybe good. i'll start um yeah, i might come come have a chat good you're gonna need a tune up on your way back yeah i always need a tune up addiction is yeah. that what did you see what it has on the back? Tuning in and tuning up. <laughs> see, that's good for a radio as well. Tune, tuning in and tuning out. Oh, they need to put that, me up more. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank guys, you so much. We'll, we'll, thank you very much, Janine, for joining us. And uh, we'll be. Well, we'll, we might do some stuff in the car. We'll do some yeah. stuff in the car. Right. But, uh, anyway, guys, thank you very much once again. Thanks, okay. Janine. Bye. Pleasure's all mine, too. Bye. All right. <laughs> so we just got out. Janine Wilder, who, Jesus Christ, she was good. Oh, fuck. Sorry, it's my phone. Um, you know how to get back to my house? Uh, yeah, I'll just get a thingy. We'll, yeah, we've got another one to get to. Yeah, um, time. Sorry. She was great. I, oh. I, I honestly, I, I didn't say that to her. as like, oh, you, you know, I was like, I actually am going to go back. Oh, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I really loved her. I loved her vibe. I loved the place. I felt comfortable. Yeah. And I she loved, loved she called, us. I love. She, she called me and called me out in two minutes, and I was like, yep. "God, I fucking love when people can roast me." But she really, but she liked us because we, because we were so willing and eager to listen and learn. Mm. Like her demeanor towards us, where she was very, like, "Oh, what's what's?" But, what? but she's just so. She seems just so warm and caring. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what you want in a therapist as well. And and I like her thing. Like I mean, we, we had a chat afterwards, and she's, um, she's like. You know what I mean? You, you should be able to call your therapist out for not doing what they're meant to be doing. Yeah. And, and she doesn't seem, she goes, I, I don't think she's one of those ones that's like, just come here every week for the rest of your life. She'll be no. like, mate, yeah. I reckon if, you know, it takes six months, it takes six months, it takes two weeks, it takes two weeks. She'll yeah. be, so stop sign, Kelly, don't kill me. No, it's okay. Um, uh, well, I when I had a therapist in the States, one of my biggest things was that I was like, I don't want to have a therapist. I knew people that have, were, had a therapist for 20 years. Yeah, you and don't I'm want like, that. What is that? You can't you want... grow. At some point, you need to fucking grow. Yeah, you can't. You, you want. Yeah, you, you fucking. Uh, uh, to me, I, I would like to go for a couple of months and then fucking yeah. done and dusted, and then and then go, go back later if something else pops up. A tune I, up, like your card. That's your what a, that's what a card says. Yeah, for a tune up. Mm. 
Um, but that stuff about um, oh yeah. Uh, going on dates, which and you know the the thing she got me the most, and I, yeah. and, I, and I said I would never talk about Amsterdam again. But yeah. as soon as you said the we all create the storylines, I went yeah, fuck. It didn't work because you said it didn't work. Yeah, I you were like up, she's gonna up, resent me. How yeah, did you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, and I was like, and, and who am I to do that? Well, that's the thing. You created this. You created the story. And then you and the, the thing I've been saying, even though. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't keeping tally, but uh, three on the chalkboard for Brady. Uh, the Oracle strikes again. Oh God! You hate, I, I, I can see you hating it as well. I'm just really competitive. Uh, uh, I know you are, and you're like, "Is that one for me, Janine?" <laughs> That's that was definitely me. Oh, that would be needy. Needy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm more Look needy. Look at us using all these words that we've just learnt. I'm needy. I'm yeah. coming up with storylines. Yeah. Am I projecting? <laughs> I oh. project the, and the thing is, what I hate is that, that this day and age, there is a, that thing of like, you're projecting on me is something. Whenever I hear that, I hear of like, it's, it's a, it's a real left wing nut. Um, you know, like a chick going, he's projecting his mansplain on me. And I, you know, and I'm it's, projecting to me is like a dangerous. Different. Well, it's, it's like well, it's been punished. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's just discovered that. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah. But, it's, but now I understand the actual meaning of... Like, I feel like too many people have used... You're projecting... Wrong. Too, wrong, exactly. And, and that's fucked the, the true meaning of the word. Yes, because I do project... Because I am this cocky... I go on, and, I go on a date. I am confident. I, I don't want this to come off as me being a cocky asshole. Trust me, I'll let you know if okay. you are. I am confident when I go on like a Tinder date. I'm confident that he will like me because I know that I know how to talk, listen, be charming and flirt. But but, but that might be the problem is what she was saying is you're not opening up to their story because you're coming with so much other background shit. He needs to be this, 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 this. Oh, he's not that guy. You know what I mean? Well, my problem was that I wasn't liking them. Yeah. I like, I'm like, I'm okay I, I I believe that they they're gonna like me. I'm not worried about someone not liking me. I just don't think I like them. Yeah. You know, which is damage from the past. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck. That was yeah. that was that was good. I it was good man. It I was so good. love that. Um, I feel we both feel better. We both feel like we can achieve. Like, I want to go write some jokes. <laughs> I want to go back and talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've got some other shit going on oh here. God. Why am I a fucking alcoholic? Um, anyway. Um, therapy is the best, by the way. Find I reckon, I reckon man, if you guys are best. in Melbourne, uh, please, please, please go chat to Janine if you have any issues or anything like that. Um, I, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be going and I'll keep you regularly updated when I get back. Yeah, I'm I gonna just, start going. I think. I think because I, I was actually looking at a therapist the other week. Mm-hmm. I went to one a, a while ago for my uh, drinking problems. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, about two years ago, and then I just ignored her and moved yeah, on. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so productive when you weren't drinking, by the way. Uh, I'm aware. So productive. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm very aware. That's the problem. She goes, oh, yeah, you're self-destructive. As soon as you know something will work, you will fucking sabotage it. I mean, I... Um, Which is true. Patrice O'Neill was a very big self-sabotager. And he was aware that he did it. You know, the reason why he never became... He died before he had a chance to really, you know... Well, he's still known as one of the greats. But Yeah, within our circle, mm, but not true. in the outer circle. But he should have been. But it's because every like he was he, he first season of The Office he was in The Office, and he was going to be a regular character. They wrote him out of it because it was too difficult to work with, and they were like, "Why were you difficult on set?" And he was like, "I don't know." He was like, "I don't know." He didn't want to be. It was it was like he had to prove to them that he wasn't. He was too cool for it. Yeah. So they went, "Okay, bye." Which I feel like, especially yeah. career stuff. Because you watch his stand up, it's like fucking flawless. So it's he should have been yeah. But it wasn't because he he fucked up relationships like with 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 um, higher higher people in comedy and stuff like that. Well, which it, is- even on stage, he used to he's this thing he used to say. Um, he enjoyed driving a gig into the ground, yeah, just to see if he could get it out. Yeah, yeah. But that's like within relationships or career, like you're afraid of success. Well, that's what the uh, my last therapist said. She is you're f- you're afraid of succeeding, so yeah. you self sabotage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was like. 
whatever can't and then yeah. I went to the pub across the I literally went across the pub across, to, across yeah. the road to prove a point oh fucking hell and I don't know what that who point won? was who won no one who won her because it was fucking $120 an hour Jesus um, Christ. anyway uh, we're gonna that's the end of this episode thank you very much for joining us um, I hope everyone enjoyed it I, I, yeah it's yeah. something a little bit different and we're gonna keep trying to spice things up as well yeah. um, go see some different people I mean obviously uh, we had a sex worker well, we're, gonna, we're just trying to find, you know, new and exciting things for you guys to maybe listen to. So it's just not all. You know, some episodes are going to be fun and great, and hopefully some are educational along the way. Yeah. And uh, hopefully yeah. I get laid soon and have some stories for you all. That'll be great. Fuck, I hope you do get laid. Dude, bats are flying out of the cave. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> um, I, I'll just wind down the window now. <laughs> Can someone fucking root Kelly for Stuka? <laughs> Alright guys, it's been another wonderful episode of Worst First Dates. Like us on Facebook, uh, subscribe, that five-star bullshit. We got into the top hundred. Let's keep us up there. Let's Yay. get people knowing. Come on, let's do this, guys. We're we're a team. We're a family. Let's do it together. Yeah, let's build it up and uh, let's do some live shows real soon. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright. Oh, yeah, and the website is coming soon. Yeah. So, I bought the domain and that's my job done. <laughs> Alright, bye. Bye. How the fuck do I turn this fucking thing off? Is On it a stop button? Let me see. Did you press the record? Because you press record to stop again. Did so I hit record? Did I even record? I can't tell because the light's in the way. What's oh, no. It? We're the still red, recording. Oh, still recording. <laughs> oh, for you have to keep sake. this in. I'm not keeping it in because then I'm like press? a fucking...